You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. The date is August 5th, 1977. It is a tumultuous year for New York City. On this date, it is 93 degrees outside. The city has recently been gripped by a two-day blackout. Currently, Best of My Love by The Emotions, Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett, and Cold as Ice by Foreigner dominate the charts. Star Wars, Saturday Night Fever, Smokey and the Bandit, and Eraserhead are top at the box office. New York City does celebrate the recent victory of the New York Yankees over the Los Angeles Dodgers. Reggie Jackson at the helm becomes Mr. October due to this World Series. But most notably, the son of Sam Killer has inspired terror all over New York City. As of this date, he has killed six people and injured eight. The threat of his attacks leaves people inside and abandoning discos. People saying that this is the death of Disco, which police have rumored may have been his motivation. He taunts the police with letters as they pursue his capture, yet he remains elusive. One such letter follows. I am deeply hurt by your calling me a woman hater. I am not, but I am a monster. I am the son of Sam. I am a little brat. When Father Sam gets drunk, he gets mean. He beats his family, sometimes ties me up, in the back of the house. Other times he locks me in the garage. Sam loves to drink blood. Go out and kill, commands Father Sam. Behind our house some rest. Mostly young, raped, and slaughtered. Their blood drained, just bones now. Papa Sam keeps me locked up in the attic too. I can't get out, but I can look out the attic window and watch the world go by. I feel like an outsider. I am on a different wavelength than everyone else, programmed to kill. However, to stop me, you must kill me. Attention all police. Shoot me first. Shoot to kill or else. Get out of my way or you will die. Papa Sam is old now. He needs some blood to preserve his youth. He has had too many heart attacks. Too many heart attacks. Ugh, it hurts, sonny boy. I miss my pretty princess most of all. She is resting in our lady's house, but I'll be with her soon. I am the monster. Beazelbub, the chubby behemoth. I love to hunt, prowling the streets, looking for fair game, tasty meat. The women of Queens are the prettiest of all. I must be the water they drink. I live for the hunt, my life, blood for Papa. Mr. Borelli, sir, I don't want to kill anymore. No, sir, no more, but I must. Honor thy father. I want to make love to the world. I love people I don't belong on the earth. Return me to Yahoo's. To the people of Queens, I love you, and I want to wish all of you a happy Easter. May God bless you in this life and in the next year for now. I say goodbye and good night. Police, let me haunt you with these words. I'll be back. I'll be back. To be interpreted as bang, 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 ugh. Yours in murder, Mr. Monster. This is the story of three such individuals living in New York in August 5th. 1977. Donna Jackson. Yes. 
you are the girlfriend of a notorious drug dealer in New York City. The drug game has not been particularly strong as of late, but somehow you've managed to flourish. Your boyfriend, uh, whose name is Matt Gentile, but on the streets he is known as Gentle G. You, he leans a lot on you, as others in the community certainly would not respect or listen to a woman. So he looks to you, you're, he, he's a smart, intelligent man who runs a good business, but he certainly depends on you for a lot of things. I would imagine you're a native to New York? Yes. He is not. He, he's, from, he's from Texas, originally. His brother was a pimp that was murdered by Charles Manson. And after that, he fled Texas and came to New York, getting out of the prostitution game and dealing drugs. You're not entirely sure where he's getting his influx of product. It seems to be extremely scarce as of lately. He's one of the few people that you know of in the city that dependably have product. So today, very hot. You do actually have air conditioning, though, so it's not so bad in your apartment which is actually fairly well furnished. So you, I imagine you sleep in, so you wake up in your large, round, able to rotate and vibrate bed in a garishly decorated bedroom. Outside the cracked doors where you see light, you hear coffee percolating, um, you hear G humming to himself, and you hear click-clack of tools, maybe? I will go out the door and see if I can find some coffee. Yeah, you go out, and he is in uh, in a bathrobe. It looks like he has well, he's pouring both you and him a cup of coffee. He know he knows how you take it, <laughs> the coffee, <laughs> and other things more than likely. Okay, and slides it to you. I take mm-hmm. it. He drinks it. <laughs> he drinks his black, which you can tell by his face he does not like but he feels like it's more manly if he drinks a black. Mm-hmm. He, despite his very gruff persona, he very much likes Star Wars. He has posters around the room, and he looks like he is currently working on a small model of the Millennium Falcon. It looks like your model's coming along nicely. Hmm. It is, it is. I didn't think I'd like this movie that much, but man, it's fucking good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. DJ, would you do me a favor? Sure, anything. Mm. The other day, when I was out on the street, some lady handed me a book, and I flipped through it, and it seemed it seemed somewhat interesting. Would you just read a little bit out of it to me while I put this together? Sure. He motions over to um, the couch where you see a book. Uh, looks like it's a very worn, worn book, and you see the spine is broken enough that it is face up to a page, perfectly flat on the couch. You can't see the cover of it. Uh, what is the... Is it in English? Yes. Does it look... Is it handwritten or typed? You see there... It is It is typed, but there are lots of annotations in the margins so of pages. Written in blood, bound in human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun reading. <laughs> um, uh, you want me to read from this page here? Uh, yes, please. I will read from the page it's open to. Okay. Do you look at the cover? No. Okay. You, as you read from the book, it discusses 
because you see there are drawn annotations out to the side, but it talks about the great Lord Xenu and how millions of years ago there was another planet where he is from and came to Earth and destroyed Thetans and volcanoes and all sorts of strange nonsense things. And you see written off in the margins, it corrects uh, Xenu to Christ and corrects other passages to Lucifer and Jehovah and margins written in as the story not being entirely accurate, but it is the beginning of the unity that exists in all people. As you read through it, uh, give me a sanity check. Do you want to know how to sanity? I'm looking. I have. Oh, do I need to roll? And I have 35. I need to roll less than 35 or 35 yes. less? Okay. No, I rolled a 62. You take one point of sanity damage. So, so does my 35 go to 34 then? Yes. Okay. And you gain one point in the Cthulhu Mythos. I don't think that's on the sheet. But it's, it's zero now, right? It's zero now. So I'll just write in one. Somewhere. And so your one point in that decreases your max sanity now to 34. Okay. So you can't regain that point. Because you, you read it to him for a while. Looks like he finishes up his model and finishes up his coffee. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's, that's enough. That's enough. Some pretty strange stuff. Yeah. I don't know. But I guess I sort of like it. You know, it's, I mean, it's science fiction, you know. Where did you say you got the book? This lady outside, uh, outside the bodega, handing them out hmm. to a lot of people. And I thought it was kind of odd that they're all these weird used copies. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have figured at least like, uh, who are those people that hand out all the little Bibles in hotel rooms? Like those people. Like those people, yeah. They hand out, because they have like the new, the new Bibles at least, mm-hmm. you know. They're handing out these weird, with, in the margins, but I don't know. I imagine they're starting some sort of, I don't know, maybe it's marketing for a movie. I don't know. Could be. It's, it's interesting enough. <sighs> well, I need, I need you to go with me tonight. There is um, there's a club. I mean, I know we haven't been to the disco in a long fucking time, but there is a... Uh, a club that's actually uh, booming pretty hard. And I've talked to the owners. Uh, I've sold to the owners. Uh, they're down. And I'd like to go there, and we're going to sell some product to some pretty influential people. And, I mean, it's big enough that no one's worried about uh, Son of Sam. All right, sounds good. Should I dress up? <laughs> you better. Because I've got... Uh, I've come across this new this new stuff that um, I don't know how much I'll be selling it at at this club, um, but it's been it's been going like crazy ever since I started selling it. And he looks like he pulls it. He has his briefcase under the kitchen table, and he pulls it out, and opens it up, and pulls out a small plastic baggie of these white rocks. They're calling it crack. He slides them to you. Do not take it. Oh, don't worry. You know I don't sample the products. Because this is this is some serious shit. Uh, it doesn't last as long, and it's it's pretty dirt cheap to manufacture. So um, I'm I'm selling it to lower lower end clients because it's cheaper. It's it's cheaper, and it, I don't know. It also doesn't really suit the tastes of uh, I guess uh, the 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 richer people. Hmm. I see. Uh, make a, is there a skill for, I don't know if it's spot, I don't think it'd be spot hidden, but 
what's an allegory for sense motive? There's psychology and psychoanalysts. Those might work. Because um, maybe it is that like bluff is opposed by spot hidden. So make it make a spot hidden. We'll just roll with that. Um, thirty, which is a pass. Okay. Yeah, you feel like he is. He's holding something back, and like he's he's dancing around using certain words as he's telling you about this product. Mm-hmm. Which isn't isn't like him. Go ahead and tell me straight. I feel like you're hiding something from me. Gee, you see, he sort of glares at you. Uh, he's gotten, you know, you can t- you can talk back to him a reasonable amount because he trusts you. He's never hit you, but he has certainly pushed you around and yelled at you before. He sort of narrows his eyes at you and then shrugs like he gives up. Ugh. Somebody, somebody higher up the chain than me has been passing this down. And selling it to me either free or extremely cheap. And I can turn around and make about a 300% markup on it. Who gives away product for free? He just shrugs his shoulders. Sounds like some fucked up shit. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I'm money spends. It looks like he... And basically for, for the area you're in, this is opulence in your apartment. Not many people have air conditioning. But I don't know, some, uh... Only thing, I've never met him directly. All I know is people call him Zeus. Uh, but the club we're going to go tonight, uh, it's called, uh, looks like he looks th- thumbs through his briefcase, Studio 54. All right, I'll meet you there. What time? Uh, well, I'd like to get there a little earlier. So let's say 8.30. It's a date. It looks like he, if you get there after I do or before I do, looks like he hands you a business card with a purple dot on it. Okay, I'll take it. That'll get you through the door. If for some reason you're still harassed, uh, ask for Steve and Ian. They own it. Got it, babe. So then we will cut to Brock Malone. You set at, you're already at work. You're there early. Mm-hmm. You are part of a, what you know is an absurdly small task force for catching the son of Sam. You are one of four people. Okay. The lead detective on the case is named Timothy Dowd. And then two other detectives, Brett Miller and Adam Long. Now, the other, the other three have worked together for a long time. Um, they give you a lot of shit about your height. Mm-hmm. They don't like to work with you a lot and kind of send you on errands. You don't work directly with them very much. They send you to collect statements, to interview... Uh, certain witnesses that they don't maybe don't think they're going to get me leads from, and also you know there's a lot of pressure because uh, you're you're in the seven five that's your precinct and there's a lot of pressure from each police precinct to bring down the son of Sam, aka the forty four caliber killer. Okay, and as, as such, there's basically no communication between any precinct. You're all conducting your individual investigations, which you think maybe in the city total, there may be 200 detectives on this case and homicide rates weeding out what is done by the, done by the son of Sam killer and done by general violence is increasingly difficult as copycat killers or people committing similar homicides in the same area. It's very, very difficult. The only lead that you really have about 
because the murders don't follow very much pattern, but they're all done by a Bulldog 44 caliber revolver, which you know is a the revol- it's a revolver that was made to be fired on airplanes. So for air marshals to use as security, they have a very, very short range. And they're powerful and difficult to aim. So only people, you had, the only way you're able to differentiate is to look at the bodies of the victims and the accuracy and number of hits from this particular weapon. Otherwise, it's very hard to tell what is regular gun violence, any sort of gang violence. And with the blackout, there's a huge spike in murders and robberies and rapes during the blackout. So the police department is just in chaos and you're doing everything you can just, just to keep up. Okay. You do, however, have that the others, the other people don't know about the, that the other three, you do have an informant and this informant is helping you track where the drugs are flowing in New York. Uh, his street name is gentle G. So how, how dirty of a cop, if, if at all, or if extremely, is Brock Malone? I wouldn't, he's not extremely. He does. He he would bend the rules if it meant, you know, if if it meant the the greater good kind of. Okay. He's he's uh, the ends justify the means kind of guy. So mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, if if I had to, you know, to take drugs to get in with a crowd, something like that, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Okay. You know, if I had to to threaten somebody, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Because the the only person who knows that he is <clears throat> he is your informant is somebody from the CIA who will come and meet with you in private. He doesn't speak to anyone else. No one else questions him. They know that he is from the CIA. He comes in. He talks to you. He gives you packages, and in these packages, you're to deliver these to Gentle G along with any information he might have. You don't know much about this CIA agent. Mm-hmm. He comes in very neatly dressed in a black suit. He has a very uh, slicked back haircut, black framed glasses, uh, well-shaven, sort of skinny, sallow. Uh, He sounds a little whiny, um, but there's something still commanding about him. Uh, He doesn't wear a badge. You just know from your superiors that he's CIA and you don't question him. Other than that, they're not even allowed to ask what you talk about. Okay. For some reason, you're you're the chosen go-between. Do I know his name, or does he have a? The only thing you refer to him as to him as is Mister Zeus. So today you're at your desk, the paper, the newspaper sitting on your on your desk, son of Sam still at large, and one of his letters printed. You're not sure who leaked it, how it got out. It wasn't you. Uh, Dowd is furious about it happening, mm-hmm. but he's got. Bigger, more shit going on than worrying about a newspaper leak. So while you're at your desk, uh, you hear, which is, you don't have your own private office or anything. You have a desk in the middle of about 20 other desks in the large room with people in cuffs, other detectives, beat cops, constantly running all around you. And before you know it, you just see out the peripheral of your vision is you see Mr. Zeus basically appear and has a seat and a in the de- uh, the chair directly beside your desk that you usually have a perp there setting to fill out paperwork mm-hmm. or someone who c- come in has a tip or anything like that. And suddenly he's in your vision and he sets down. I will put out a cigarette. 
And just give him a nod, not really say anything. Just I get, I'm probably glancing at the paper. Because you just see him, a very tight, awkward smile. And you see he reaches into his jacket pocket and pulls out a small um, black box. And he slides it and hands it, slides it across the desk to you. Okay, I imagine we're probably. But you know, he also yeah. has he has gloves on. Yeah, I want to like get like a, do a quick glance at him, notice if there's anything off about him, anything unusual. Okay. Uh, don't know what's the spot hidden. I guess. Mm-hmm. So let's see, sixteen. Yeah, that pass. So I'd say that is a that's a considerable spot hidden as you you're you're able to give him a good mm-hmm. look at even. Just through the peripheral vision, so he doesn't even think you're really looking him up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, he's he's almost too perfect because his suit is black, and there is not normally. You know that between the smell of cigarettes, animals, something. Usually, no one has like a perfectly pristine black suit except for this guy. Not a stain, not a wrinkle on his black suit or his white shirt or his black tie. Uh, his glasses are immaculately clean. He's perfectly shaven. You might not even think he even has facial hair, the mm-hmm. way it's just perfectly smooth. His his pupils are dilated, which is odd. I'll just, and uh, you see he's wearing, other than basically from his tie up, you see he's wearing what looks like very thin, stylish black gloves. And then black socks, Pulled up high, like you can't see any any of his skin other than his neck and head. Just as I, uh, I guess, slide the black box. Is, is this? Do I do I usually know what's in them? Is this? Yeah, that is. Well, you, I don't have you looked in it before. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, if it's if I I've had a moment to yeah to check it out discreetly. Oh yeah, lots and lots of. From what you've gathered, it's a new drug that is just coming up uh, called crack. Okay, then and there is a a yeah. lot of it in these in these black boxes. Then, uh, then as I, I'll probably just try to discreetly slide that into a messenger bag or something. Uh, once he sets it down, I'll just fresh from the dry cleaners. Exactly. Let's see. He reaches in. He also pulls out a looks like a business card with a purple dot on it. Here to meet him. At Studio 54, preferably 9 o'clock or later. I imagine he will be there well into the night, although it might behoove you to be there earlier. Wait in line, but this will get you through the door. And he hands you that business card. Anything I should know? Uh, He'll know what's in that. Gather whatever information he has to offer. I hear that he does have something uh, that is a possible lead for some irons we have in the fire. Any of the other precincts getting close? No. Because, yeah, he says no in such a way. You, he, doesn't, he doesn't end his sentences the way normal people do. He ends them as if he's going to say another word. He doesn't end them with his speech drifting off one way or the other to indicate he's done speaking. All his sentences are act like he's chopped them off. So he just, no. As if he's going to say so. It's mm-hmm. it's unnerving to speak to him because it sort of makes your mind expecting his next word, which make a um, I guess make another spot hidden. That is a six, so that passes. Yeah, you've actually read something about this um, 
fairly recently that it is a manipulation technique to keep people hanging on your words and listen, actively listening to you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, deliver the package, get the information. Anything else? Because he looks over at uh, Dowd's desk. From what I have heard, there is a, a tip that has come in uh, from a woman named Casilla Davis. She, she has a tip uh, about two of the most recent murders. So I believe Detective Dowd knows about this tip, but he is not actively pursuing it. So I'm just telling you because... I always end up with the shit jobs anyway. Yes. All right. Do you know where to find Miss Davis? I do not. And looks like he stands up. Have a good day, Detective Malone. I'll just grunt and nod at him. Chili dog. (laughs) Yeah. I would imagine you are teaching a class in your dojo. Yeah. Slash home. Uh, I imagine it's probably like a probably like a taxi garage too. Okay. (laughs) Because I would imagine it is. It's like the show Taxi. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen it? It's very popular. (laughs) In the future, right? I don't know. People, people heard Andy Kaufman. It's, it's right, cool. Right, uh, It is also attached to a bodega. Of course it is. That and, sounds right. Uh, in, in Spanish Harlem. Okay. You rent uh, very cheaply um, from a, yeah, he's your landlord, but he's sort of like, you, you couldn't ask for you mm-hmm. to have a better landlord. Great. Sounds then, great. Uh, uh, his name is Rob Torres. Rob Torres? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rob Torres. Because he doesn't, it's cheap. He doesn't hassle you about it. Um, as long as you share your drugs, if you miss a month or two on occasion, I don't he do, doesn't bust your balls about I, it. I don't do drugs. <laughs> oh, do you not? No, I totally do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in, in this neighborhood, um, what what kind of drugs does Chili Dog do? I don't imagine that Chili Dog really does anything really hard. That's not to say that he won't get there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chili Dog drinks a lot of uh, Michelob while teaching the kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see uh, Billy, good form. That's good. He also pours them in the red plastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a little trick Rob Torres taught him. <laughs> Uh, no one knows what you're drinking if it's mm-hmm. in the red cup. Uh, I imagine that he probably smokes a lot of weed. Okay. But I, I don't think that he's really... Well, and he's probably, um, it being the 70s and everything, I'm sure he's probably had shrooms and a lot of psychedelics and stuff okay. like that. Okay. Because you're, um, cause Rob doesn't buy any, but he if you have some, he will always hang out and partake with you. Uh, your your connection though your your dealer for all sorts of fun yeah. is uh, Andrew Pena. Okay, good. He's a good man. Yeah, he is. So far, like you've just had like a lot of people talk shit about uh, like Harlem and Spanish Harlem and the Bronx, Hell's Kitchen. But like, man, you're just you just you make the pretty nice people. You haven't run into any issue. I like I like it. Everyone seems really very accepting here. There is there is one thing about the neighborhood that sort of unnerves you. It's not a person, it's a dog. There is this large black dog 
that all the kids name all the kids call him Harvey. Okay. That I hate patrols Harvey. the neighborhood. Uh, and you always feel like he's fucking watching you. What kind of dog is Harvey? Like a Rottweiler? You're not exactly sure. Because uh. he looks like he's medium to large, short-haired, muscular, and black. It's a junkyard. Junk, junkyard yeah, Junkyard dog would be a good way to describe Harvey. <laughs> okay. Where does Harvey normally hang out? Like, do I have to, like, be leery of Harvey? Because uh, you've never... You've never pet Harvey before. You've never seen no. anyone pet Harvey before. And I like I like dogs too, so that's yeah. rare. Well, any other dog you've seen in the neighborhood, you've probably been able to like approach and pet. I pet all of them. Yeah, but but not never Harvey. Never Harvey. You're right. He doesn't he doesn't get close to you. You've never heard him growl at you or chase you. He's just he's just always sort of there in the background watching you. How about Rob Torres? Say, How's yeah, Harvey like? Have I ever seen them in the same room together? Yeah, you've you've been with Rob. Let's uh, let's say Rob. Rob is there now. I exclusively call him Rob. I I call him by his full name all the time. Okay, I never just call him Rob. <laughs> he's there. Uh, he has brought. Uh, he's he's drinking because you're with the kids. Yeah. How many How many students do you have? Not many. Probably five. Five. Okay. Give me just a second. That fifty, didn't that fifty kids? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fun, I'm a fun karate instructor. All right, I ran out of boards, so you're just gonna, I guess, just punch me in the nuts. <laughs> so uh, you're five, you're five students: Micah Purdue, <laughs> Chris Edler, uh, some some weird kid who just as you call him Lord Dennis, <laughs> right? Uh, Mitchell and Phil. All right, Phil. It's like uh, my good friend Rob Torres taught me, and I will toss Rob Torres. Uh, as I say that, I'll toss him a Michelob Ultra. Uh, and before I finish yeah, my he, sentence, he I'll make sure he catches it. He, yeah, he catches it and sets in a beanbag chair. And as you throw it, he throws you a churro. I'll try to catch it, <laughs> kind of like haphazardly. If it if I catch it, it's fine. If I don't, <laughs> I have full faith that Phil will. <laughs> I guess make a. Is it hand to hand? Okay, I got this. Okay. Uh, nope. Uh, the, my hand to hand is seventy five, and I rolled a seventy nine. <laughs> yeah, it's coming right for you, and you just you're too into drinking your beer, and you fumble it, and it it hits the ground, and yeah, Phil, who is doing a a karate exercise, I'm teaching gun katas, <laughs> <laughs> is very quick to reach down and grab it. Uh, thanks, Phil. I'll break him off a piece and hand it to him. He eats it very quickly. That's good form, buddy. That's good form. Keep it up. Uh, if you, little tip. If you ever see Harvey roaming the streets, this knowledge is going to come in real handy. No, I don't like that dog. Phil, no one likes that dog. Oh, it's weird. It's a weird dog. A yeah, very weird dog. It's unruly. Children, let it be known today, Harvey is an enemy of this dojo. You see, they all take a stance. He is an enemy of this dojo, all in unison. God, I look so proud. I look so, I look so proud when they do it. Like a little bit of a te- like my eyes just kind of well up a little bit. And I kind of look at Rob Torres and just kind of just kind of nod. And I take a long, long pull off of that Michelob Ultra. <laughs> That's right. That's right, kids. That's right. <sighs> Did old chili dog a real, a real heartwarming today. I appreciate it. Because the uh, the class the class goes on for 
I guess about an hour ish. It, yeah, it, but no, <laughs> it sort of ends when you want it to end. Ten minutes, <laughs> an hour, you know. All right, kids, Jelly Dog's gonna sit down. You guys spar for. Just look down at my watch. <laughs> Have an hour. Yeah, you see, like no parents come to get these kids. Yeah. So they both, they all basically just come when they're supposed to come and then leave when it's over. Ish. That kind of makes Chili Dog feel a little bad. Yeah, because yeah, you know, like no, no one gives a shit about these kids. This is gonna sound trite and cliche, um, but I do. It doesn't seem mm. like it. I feed them churros <laughs> off the floor, but but I do. I, I do genuinely have an affection towards these children. Okay, good. Yeah, because once they're they're just kind of sparring, basically hitting each other with sticks and all right, rolling all around the ground. All right, uh, you're all going to take turns. I'm sitting on a lime green, what used to be lime green, now it's just kind of dingy green uh, couch with a one of the feet is missing off of it, so it's lopsided. I'm sitting there with Rob Torres, and um, I'm pointing at Micah. Oh, hey, switch. Uh, now Micah's Harvey. Everybody on Micah. Everybody attack Harvey. Oh, they immediately turn and start beating the shit out of this kid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, hey. Easy. They lightly beat the shit out of this kid. <laughs> don't hurt him. Don't hurt Harvey. We just need to... We just If we could just channel Harvey's power, we don't have to destroy Harvey. We just have to turn him to the light side. Of the Force, because we've all seen Star Wars, kids, right? They're like, yeah, like that movie. Like the movie. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I'm going to talk to my buddy, Rob Torres. Um, you all lightly attack. They, they all say Harvey. that except except Mitchell, who just kind of shrugs. Saying, yeah, it's okay. All right, I'm going to pretend I didn't <laughs> see that. Mitchell, uh, please, continue on. Let class commence. Because they all sort of, like, play and talk and hang out until eventually they... Once they're basically once they get hungry, that's that's when a lot of them leave. Yeah, none of that around here, other than this churro <laughs> that I've just eaten. <laughs> so it's you and Rob, Rob Torres, as the kids are starting to filter out. How's it going, Rob Torres? Pretty, pretty good, chili dog. Bus- business isn't. Uh, I guess it's steady. That's good. That's better than that's better than I'm doing, Rob Torres. I mean, we didn't get robbed. I'm very, I'm very surprised. I mean, not like we sell some high quality shit, but I didn't get robbed in the blackout, so that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna. I imagine I have a creamsicle for some reason. I don't know if I've got it in a cooler or something. There's probably like a shitty cooler, like an igloo, that I've got next to the couch. Okay. Uh, with a half melt, half, <laughs> half, just full of half melted popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just pull one out. Hey, you want know, popsicle, Rob Torres? Yeah, I do. Mm. You know, they call me Popsicle Rob. No, I've never heard anyone call you that. What flavor do you I want? I think it'd Rob be cool. Torres? Red. Red. Here you go, Popsicle Rob Torres. Thank you. Thank you, Chili one. Dog. You're welcome. Caught my drinking time. It's like I said when I sold my Firebird to move here to New York. I'm here just doing it to make friends. Do you have any acid? I do not have any acid, Rob Torres. <sighs> do you have any acid? No, I don't have any acid. We could have asked the kids before they left. I'm pretty sure one of them probably has a hookup. <laughs> shit. shit, you're probably right. Uh, could you call your guy? I, I, I can call my guy. I'm a little, I just kind of pat my uh, denim jacket. I'm a little low on funds. Uh, the parents haven't paid for lessons, if you, you know what I mean. Well, I mean, I mean I'll, I'll, I'll get this one if you, can, if you can get it. Yeah, I'll fly if you buy. Let me check on something really quick. 
You're looking up Take the market, market price of drugs in the 70s. <laughs> well, I'm looking up if, I, if what I'm about to say is too anachronistic or not. Take your time, Rob Torres. Don't get on any kind of like watch list or anything, man. Man. Man, I'm, mixing, I'm already on all sorts of watch lists from the fucking cops, man. Yeah, you, well, Rob Torres, look, man, I don't think they're Imagine actually... I'm flipping through my notebook right as he says that, and <laughs> I pass by his name, Rob Torres, watch list. Probably son of Sam. <laughs> Circle. I'm sorry if I spoiled the ending to this game. There is a uh, payphone right outside the dojo and bodega okay. and taxi garage. Right. So it looks like he fishes into his pocket, and he hands you a whistle. I'll take the whistle. What the fuck is this shit, Rob Torres? Blow into it before you make that phone call. I blow into it immediately. <laughs> uh, it makes Slightly. A- it's like the saddest whistle, <laughs> the saddest toot you've ever heard. It's a little bit like that, yes. No, put, put some oomph into it and uh, make, a, make, a, <laughs> make a collect call. And then when it... Ad- when it- after you, after it asks you about your put in your payment, yeah, blow the whistle into into the phone. What is like I'm playing it a like I'm playing it a song. Yeah. All right, I'll play the I'll play it a song. Why, why am I doing this? How is this gonna get us any kind of drugs? Ch- ch- well, call call your guy. Call your guy. Call call him. Collect. Blow that whistle. All right. I'll keep, all right. I know you don't fuck around, Rob Torres. So I'll do it. <sighs> Popsicle Look, doesn't fuck around Rob Torres, what's it call me? I do not think Popsicle's going to stick. I'll try. I'll try, but it, it's going to be really up to the kids. That's true. That man, the fucking kid. <laughs> but yeah, you go and you dial to make the call and you blow I'll that blow whistle, whistle into it. Mm-hmm. And without making having to make a payment or having to put anything in, it automatically confirms. Was that what you're looking up? Was that real? Yep. That's the Captain Crunch, isn't it? Yep, it is a Captain Crunch whistle. I will put that whistle in my (laughs) denim pocket of my jacket. Add it to your inventory. Nice. One Captain Crunch whistle. (laughs) Thank you. I'll pad it. Thank you, Rob Torres. Or it's not not a collect call, but yeah, pay phone. Any any pay phone it goes through instead of having to make a pay phone. It's like the tone of the coin. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, you're able for free to call call Andrew. I'll probably call... The sex lines exist in the 70s. Yeah. I'll call one of those. I don't see why not. Call one of those first, and then I'll call okay. my, my uh, R dealer. We're going to game that, right? <laughs> yeah, if we can, okay. if we yeah. can role play that. Uh, this is 1-900-MANHUNT. <laughs> <laughs> so as you, yeah, you call it, goes through, he tells you. Now, do I know who I'm speaking to? Yeah, it, it is a. It, you have his direct line to talk to to talk to Andrew. Okay, okay. So he just very. It's very quick and curt. And just says, "Hold tight, I'll be there." All right, thanks, Andrew. So it's not. It's about fifteen minutes later. Um, he roll. He rolls up. Look, it's Andrew. Rob Torres. Look, it's Andrew. Oh man, Andrew Pino. It's, it's a good guy. There's our man. <laughs> and he gets out. Um, he's dressed. He's got a, a corduroy suit and a turtleneck. Does he normally dress this way? He's just a little fancier than normal. Andrew, you going to church? Uh, I don't know why I sounded so proper. <laughs> 1950s dad. <laughs> Looking good there, son. Oh, I've got I've got some running to do. Uh, I've got to go to, well, Studio 54 later tonight. All... Haven't heard of it. <laughs> uh, it's actually, man, it's actually a disco that's, that's uh, doing well. That's probably the only one in the city. Disco. I didn't know you were into that shit. It's fun. It's all right. It's not bad. 
It's but, all uh, bad. All, it's all... the death of music, <laughs> Andrew. It's the death of music. Well, it's all. I feel like the Studio 54 is the only thing that's fighting Keep Me Disco alive. <sighs> it can't be over soon enough, Andrew. But all of uh, all of my all take of it the from product. a true musician, Andrew. Sure Take did. it from a true musician. That is not music that they play in those establishments. See, Rob Torres comes up behind you. Rob Torres, if you're not here to back me up, oh, I'm here to tell. I'm here to tell Andrew that you know what you're talking about because you play some sick beats, some sick drums. I will throw my arm over Rob Torres's shoulders. Listen to Rob Torres here, Andrew. He knows yeah. what he's talking yeah. about. Would you like a beer, Andrew? Uh, I'll I, crack I, it open, <laughs> Andrew. Have a beer. Looks like he takes one. He he downs it pretty quickly. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, I, I've got to go." But all of my product is being funneled into Studio Fifty Four tonight. So in order in order all for you it? to get anything, yeah, all of it. It's that fucking big. <sighs> so, but you're a good customer for a long time. So Thank I'm going to tell you. Thank you, Andrew. If you want anything, you're going to need to go there. And if I su- I suggest that you go there and you stock up. Oh, is it going to be, we're going through a dry spell coming up? After, if my boss is right and tonight goes the way it should, afterward we'll have to wait until our next, till we get our next shipment. I'll turn to Rob, Rob Torres. I might be late on rent for the next couple months. Just shrugs. Okay, I'll turn back to Andrew. No, this is not going to be a problem. Because he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a business card with a purple dot on it and hands it to you. Is this like, what is this? Is this a disco thing? Well, that'll get you in. To the club? Yep. Okay. Uh, don't just like walk up to the front of the line. You'll probably get your ass kicked. Wait in line. Come up. Oh, show Chili them Dog the card. does not get his <laughs> ass kicked. <laughs> well, they'll hassle you. Oh, I don't want to hassle. <laughs> so yeah, present, present them that, and they should let you in. And then you'll need to go find my boss. You have a boss, Andrew? Yeah, I have several. I thought this was like a work... Work for yourself, kind of. No, 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 no. Okay. I am, I am solidly in distribution. Have you ever thought about teaching karate? I had to learn karate first. Well, I know somebody who could teach you. And he's like, mm. the guy who taught me, because I don't really know. Okay. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say because I will need money for for the fun oh, stuff. Um, I can pay you in drugs. <laughs> for a karate lesson. <laughs> I can give you your Dr- drugs back. <laughs> I'll teach you how to chop for, for some acid. I will teach you how to chop. <laughs> so uh, my boss, G, should be in the back in one of the round booths. G? Like the letter G? Yep. Like Sesame Street. Well, G- Gentle G is what everyone calls him. This acid brought to you by the letter G? Yeah, man. Fucking Sesame Street shit. It's pretty good, isn't it? It is good. I know it's for kids, but I like it a lot. When I go watch it. I like that Oscar guy. It's bright, bright orange. What? Are you... What? Yeah, that Oscar, the Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, he's orange. No, he's green. No, he's, he's orange. No, he is green. When I watch it, he was orange. I don't know. I, mean, I don't even know. Side point. Was he, in the first was he episode, he was orange. orange. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought we were doing some kind and, and of like Mandela. He was on first. As he lives in the trash can, he gets dirtier and turns some green. Some alternate dimension. <laughs> Andrew, are you watching the first episode? The bear, yeah, this, bu- this, this book, The Berenstein Bears. <laughs> side note, I do not know when Sesame Street came out, but I assume it was out by now. It was pretty early. I don't know if I'm I being an- anachronistic or not. It was out in the 70s, so yeah. I would assume so. It's a late 70s. We're good. Yeah. So that card will also get you past G's bodyguards to get product from him. Oh, G's like a G's like a big dude. 
Yeah, he is a very big dude. Oh, he's important and stuff. Literally and in the business. Rob Torres, are you sure you want me to handle this? Yeah, you. Yeah, man. I got. I. I got to work. I got work. I'll just squint at him. I got bodega. I got. I've. Like, he starts stepping away. I. I've got to. Man, I got to get to work. But I will see you tonight. Not yeah. asking for that rent, but I'll see you tonight. Yeah. Got to go to work. Got to make yeah. my rent. Yeah. Can make my rent. Yeah. I'll see you. See you, chili dog. Bye, Rob Torres. <laughs> I'll turn to Andrew. He's scared of G, I think. G's a scary guy. I'm not, a, I'm not scared of a letter. G's a very scary guy. No, I'm not scared of a letter. I think they call him Gentle G just to be funny. Oh, irony. Yeah. His girl's hot as fuck, though. I'm sorry? Yeah, his girl's hot as fuck. Is she going to be there? Probably. Be respectful. Oh, always. Always respectful. Well. I'll open another McClub <laughs> Ultra. <laughs> All right, I'll see you. Are you going so soon, Andrew? I got to round up a lot of shit. I'll just kind of follow them. You yeah. sure you don't want another beer? It is the 70s, and I could probably get pretty drunk <laughs> and still drive. But <laughs> no one's going to remember this in 40 years, Andrew. <laughs> But if I'm too fucked up, I can't do my job properly. <laughs> then I'll get I'll get my ass shot. So. Oh, you're just not trying hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> make a make a persuasion. All right. <laughs> Could it be a? Is that a thing? That's a thing. Oh, that's not good. No, nah, uh, my persuasion's a base ten. I made a seventy-seven. <laughs> like, yeah, Andrew, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> this stuff makes you sharp. <laughs> <laughs> they, Thank you, thank you, Chili Dog. I appreciate it, but I got business. Hey, have a good time. I'll just mumble incoherently <laughs> while I look at the card that he gave me. <laughs> Discount. All right. So we will cut to later that night. Donna, you are inside Studio 54. <laughs> Did you want to be out? Oh, well, yeah, I guess I didn't ask you what you were doing. Yeah, he didn't say that you had to be with him. So, right. what are your plans? Uh, First, I'm going to operate heavy machinery. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, on my way to the club, okay. I'm going to walk by and see if I see that woman on the street corner hanging, handing out the books. See if she's there. Where we're outside of your apartment? Yeah, wherever he said he said he was getting the books from the lady handing them out, outside. The book that I read from. Uh, let's see. He said there was a woman outside handing out copies job. of the book. Yeah, you when you go outside and you don't see um, anyone in your immediate area, but make a if you want to go around trying to find her, I guess make a make a fast talk. Uh, I barely made it. I had fifty three and I rolled fifty three. Nice. Some people they they that she's been around earlier. She is gone. Her name is Marianne. She handed out several copies of of this book, which you now discover is called Dianetics. Uh, and she is very encouraging of people that she talks to 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 come to church with her. And she is. Yeah, her church is the Process Church of the Final Judgment, or just the Process for short. Okay. And she's very encouraging people to co- to go with her to to per, uh, to Process and or her full name. I'm sorry, Marianne McLean. And that she is going to be 
at Studio 54 tonight, handing out books if anybody, and, <laughs> and talking about the process. Okay. Then I'm going to go to the club. Okay. And I'm all dressed to the nines. I got on like platform heels and like a gold and silver jumpsuit with like bell bottoms and flared sleeves. It's like got a, like my neckline, like down to my belly button. I have like a, my nails done mm-hmm. and like a medium size afro. What is your, what's your appearance? 14. 14, yeah. So you look good and you get a lot of attention, which G is both pleased and displeased at the same time. Like he's glad you look good, but if you stray too far away from him, he starts to get pissed. But you definitely, you have a booth at the back. He's got three bodyguards. It's you and him and the two men that own the club, uh, Steve Rubel and Ian Schrager. Uh, you see them periodically throughout the course of the night, coming by, checking in with him, seeing how things are going, um, people that they've seen, what he's heard. Uh, they seem to be showing him a lot of deference for owners, mm-hmm. especially like, because you see, because of the Son of Sam, that Disco's, because really a lot of his, a lot of the killings happen outside of Disco's at night. So people, the the police and Popular opinion has been that he targets people who go to discos, to go to discotheques, uh, which other murders have proved that's not true, but it's still very much hurt the popularity of disco and going out, uh, as well as the blackout. So, but for what it is, CO54 is the biggest crowd you've ever seen. And you have actually, they then none of them come up to you, but while you're in the booth, you see you've seen several celebrities walk by. Like, that's how big of an event this is. Do I recognize any of these celebrities? Let's see. You recognize Mick Jagger, Freddie Mercury. I imagine, are you into fashion? Yes. Janice Dickinson, Tommy Hilfiger. Are you into sports? No. Do you watch the Olympics? No. Do you watch the news? No, I read newspapers. And Cheryl Teague. Are people, like, are my boyfriend and I, are we selling drugs or, or have we done any dealing of drugs since we've arrived at the club? Yes. To this point? Okay. People coming up to us. People come, they sit down, they have a drink, okay. they have a, a polite small talk discussion, package and money are exchanged, they leave again. Okay. And it looks like he's, he's clearing a lot of money, like by your, um, make it accounting. 96. Which is a fail. No. My accounting is 25. I don't like this high being bad. Thing. <laughs> yeah, because you, you see, like, so it's hard for you to keep count. You don't know an accurate count of how much is coming through. You're going to assume you've made at least $20,000. I'm not going to write that down because I'm going to assume it's totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're, also, you're not sure, but it's been a lot of fucking money. You've, you've never seen money like this go through. Where physically are we keeping the drugs in the booth? Uh, he has a number of suitcases under the table okay. that are chained to, to the table. Okay. Some, some of the bodyguards have on them stuff that's a little more obscure, like people who want barbiturates and it's the Bill Cosby rape drug, quaaludes, mm-hmm. stuff that's not as in high of demand. Bill Cosby's a rapist. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he's the funniest motherfucker you've ever seen. Don't talk about Bill Cosby like that. 
Let's see. It says me from the 70s. I don't care what you say about him. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Dave's real serious about his Bill Cosby. Yeah, right? sorry. I didn't mean to give the impression that I'm okay with Bill Cosby raping people, because I'm not. So from the outside, um, there's a big line, and Chili Dog and Detective, Detective Malone, you both get there. You don't know each other. You get there at about the same time, and you're in line right behind each other. I imagine I'm I'm actually behind Chili Dog. Like I'm trying to like look over, like to no avail. Just trying to look around. How are you dressed? Chili How Dog? am I dressed? Yes. Um, I've got even though it's fucking hot, I am wearing a like a light denim, a light colored denim jacket with the sleeves rolled up. Mm-hmm. Uh, underneath that, I've probably got like a um, like an orange flannel or something like that. And then I'm wearing uh, jeans. And uh, some shitty sandals. I've got um, long, shaggy hair and like a bit of a goatee, but it's not like it does not look intentional. It just looks like it's just kind of like it just didn't shave. And that just kind of like I don't really grow facial hair on the side of my face. It just kind of happens at my chin kind of mm-hmm. deal. So I've got that going on. Okay. And yeah, you're behind like maybe some sort of vagrant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> a big vagrant. How is everyone else in line dressed? Uh, some people are dressed like you. Cool. Great. Others, other people are dressed like um, it's an episode of Let's Make a Deal. Okay. <laughs> there is somebody on an orange horse, a literal dyed orange horse. Uh, people have the gigantic platform I'm, heels on I'm with goldfish at the in them. Horse. Yeah. Like really intently staring <laughs> at the orange horse. That's got my full attention. Make a make a spot hidden. All right. Well, probably failed that. Let's see. I rolled a 47. My spot hidden is 25. Okay, yeah. You're just, man, how'd they get that horse orange? Uh, that's, you, you keep thinking about the Wizard of Oz. That is what's really <laughs> captivating my attention right now. How are you dressed, Detective Malone? Um, I'm I'm in a, a suit, like a work suit, but mm-hmm. I'm sure I've changed into a clean one to come tonight. Okay. It's probably my best one, but that's, I mean, it is a work suit. So okay. probably like a... Uh, tan slacks and a tan jacket, you know, just a uh, regular button-down undershirt, probably a loose tie at this point. Okay. So, and I've, I've got my messenger bag, but maybe, uh, is it, what, it's You're a out, detective. Right? You probably don't carry a man purse in the 70s, do you? Well, what what would I carry then? You wouldn't. To, uh, I mean, if you went to work, you'd have a briefcase. Oh, okay. I, I've got the, the box of drugs <laughs> just out. Put it, put it on your... <laughs> I'm holding drugs yeah. in my hands. <laughs> I've, just, I, I've discarded the box by this point. I've just got them. I'm, cup, I'm cupping my hands yeah. with a pile of drugs. <laughs> just M&Ms in one hand and crack rocks in the other. Well, chili dog will turn around and be like, oh, this makes it easy. I'll pluck them from his hands and then I'm out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Got my M and M. A briefcase. Can, can you I put guess. it in your inside jacket pocket? I don't know. I imagined it was a bigger box, but I guess if it'll fit in my jacket, um, not quite. It's about the size of a cigar box. Okay. Then yeah, I'll I'll put it in. Have it in your pants waistband. You're a detective. Wait, wait, wait. You're supposed you, to be like no, this, no, no. this stuff. He should have a messenger bag because this is a perfect opportunity for me to like turn around and be like. The fuck you got a purse for, man? <laughs> <laughs> this is how our characters meet. They had messenger bags, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's totally fine. Yeah, for like girly men. <laughs> for, for messengers. <laughs> you taking news somewhere with that purse? <laughs> <laughs> 
I just take my sandals off. Jelly Dog's gonna have to fight you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really, real insecure about my sexuality, and you are making me question things. Put up your dukes. <laughs> your name, your name's Chili Dog. <laughs> oh, we're really doing this. Yeah, my name is Chili Dog. Is this? Yeah. Did you see this horse? I'm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw the horse. Was that a spot hidden that yeah. you make? All right, it was an you, eleven. You look over and you see the horse. It's like that's an orange fucking horse. <laughs> And like just beyond the horse in a building across the street. What's kind of odd is basically all the lights are out in this building except for one window has one light in it. And in the window, in the lighted, in the lit room in that window, you just see a black dog looking out over at the studio. You just notice it and it's just a little weird. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull out some aviator sunglasses. If the bright horse is giving you problems, here, put these on. Nah, I'll push it away. <laughs> I'll push it. No, I like the orange horse. I just wanted to make sure that you saw it, too. Yeah, I see the horse, and I see the dog. Yeah, let's just turn around, bud. Come on. Let's not make it a scene. Yeah. Uh, I'll just turn around. <laughs> it's fine. Fine. Because as you guys are having this discussion, you just you hear someone beside you, excuse me. I look star- startled towards the voice. Uh, look at the horse first. <laughs> did you? Did you just no. did you make a sanity check? <laughs> did you hear that tiny detective? <laughs> the horse turns around. Run the Cthulhu. Yeah, when you kind of startled as you look over, there yeah. is a an extraordinarily attractive woman. Uh, very very tall. You see, she's she's in. What looks like uh, platforms, but she's already very tall. She is what? I mean, you know your size, but you know how that translates to what your height might be. My size is thirteen. I imagine I'm probably taller than I am bulky. Yeah. So I don't know how tall I am. I probably thirteen's above average. Mm-hmm. Probably like six two. Okay. Yeah. This this woman is with her shoes on. She's probably about six four. She's very very tall. Very very slender. I'll look up at her and then down at Josh, your character's name is Brock? Yes. I'll look up at her, then down at Brock. For any years? I'll just squint my, <laughs> squint my eyes at this asshole. <laughs> like, consider reaching for the cuff. <laughs> like, thinking in my head of charges, I could, I could put... I could plant these drugs on him. Uh, hey, man, you don't want to score some acid? <laughs> Yeah, she's about 6'4", very thin, uh, very willowy. She's uh, a bronze tan, long, straight blonde hair that goes about to the top of her ass. Uh, She's dressed, she has like a crop top. Uh, She's dressed kind of like a hippie. She has a headband. She has a flower painted on her cheek. Uh, Her belly's exposed. Looks like she has tattoos on her hips and a belly button ring. Uh, Very short shorts. Socks pulled up to the bottom of her knees with the red rings around them, the platform shoes. And she also has a messenger bag slung around her shoulder. See, they're useful. Are you talking to me again? (laughs) (laughs) I thought we broke up. (laughs) (laughs) So are are y'all in line to get into Studio 54? Uh, Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we're not together, though. Oh, that was my next question. I don't know this guy. Oh, well, both of y'all look perfectly friendly. I'll turn, I'll turn to Brock and then back to her. Really? Oh, yeah. I just shrug. <laughs> <laughs> What's your appearance, Brock? Mine is bad. 
Huh? My mine is seven. Mine, <laughs> mine You've is, never really heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's ten. Yeah. It's my mustache. My like <laughs> my my curly, like almost fro curly hair. Mustache. And then the and then the mustache. I am perpetually unkempt to a disturbing degree. Like like I always look like I should have showered one week ago. Kind of deal. I don't think I don't think Chili Dog's like a bad looking dude. He's not a. He's certainly not an. A, he's a below average looking dude, but he does not take care of himself. Yeah. He does not. He does not maintain. He does not mow the yard. No. But this woman, yeah, she's pubes. Escaping out of yeah. the top of his jeans. <laughs> like I can't control him. It's like it's like I have a pot belly, but it's just pubes. <laughs> Because she has um, like vibrantly green eyes, and then she's smiling with very white, perfect teeth. Like you've never seen a woman this attractive. Feels like she's genuinely just very kindly smiling at both of you. I'm gonna lean in towards her. Can you do? Can you do me a favor? What, sugar? Can you? I'll lean in really close, like to her ear. I'll stand on my tiptoes. <laughs> can you tell me if you are real? Oh, one of those nights. I'll just look confused. Uh, are you real? I'm not. I'm not part of a. I'm not part of a trip, honey. I'm real. All right. Oh, good. I'll. The, the next line back. is, "Are you an angel? Don't don't fall for this <laughs> this loser." Yeah, trick. she reaches out. She reaches out and she touches your arm, and she's like, "No sugar, I'm real." Oh. Yeah, you immediately feel calmed by this woman. Well, I'm already pretty calm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Oh, all right. Oh. Mm. I've just never seen anybody, you know, like you outside of like on television or something like that, you know. Oh, you're sweet. Ask her, af- ask her if the fall hurt. Um, did the fall hurt? What fall? I look back at Brian. <laughs> when fall? she fell from heaven, douchebag. Oh, um, when you fell from Come heaven. Come on, pick your. <laughs> you see, she grin. She grins huge and leans her head back and laughs, and it's a very melodious, like, enchanting sort of laughter. I'll laugh with her, uh, <laughs> Drax style. <laughs> I'll just mimic her laugh. <laughs> I just roll my eyes. <laughs> yeah, but she reaches out, she touches your arms like that. That's a good one. I haven't heard yeah, that before. Yeah, it makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, if you catch him, you get all his gold. <laughs> <laughs> I just kidding. Yeah, yeah Brock, Brock's not laughing. Brock is just like, it just, I imagine his face turns How does she red. React? Like, I'm curious. She, she does. She doesn't laugh. Well, I'm a little concerned about that. But I, throw, I throw my hand. I throw my arm over Brock's shoulders anyway. I'm just kidding. I think you're pretty cute, in like a kid kind of way. You're like you remind me of a kid. I I teach kids, Brock. I don't know your name. Shit. <laughs> Look, look, I'm a clairvoyant, Brock, and I teach kids karate. Look, have you opened your mind, Brock? Because she reaches out her hand to each of you. I'm Marianne. Oh, hey. I'll shake it. Little Marianne. Brock Malone. Looks like after you you say your name, and it looks like she... Make a, make a spot hidden. Uh, that is a 16, which is a pass. You notice she tries to conceal it as quickly as it happens, but she recognizes your name. Oh, infamous, huh? Because it looks like you looks like you mm-hmm. you caught her off guard. No, wait, wait, wait! Uh, you mean like Gilligan's Island? <laughs> she <turns laughs> <looks at> you. <laughs> Probably. That's what I do mean most of the time. I'm, 
Like I said, from television. Oh. Oh, right, Marianne. Well, so I'm I'm older than Marianne, but yes. I just kind of slink back at the shadows, confused. <laughs> I'll be looking at this orange horse if you need me to say any kind of comments or anything. I'll be here. It's like, uh, no, my my ex-boyfriend had troubles with the law. Oh, would I know him? I'll uh, try to get her to talk. Make a make a persuasion. It is a fifty-five, which is a pass. Uh, Robert de Grimson, or I'm sorry, Robert Moore, which you Robert de Grimson hyphen Moore. <laughs> <laughs> you recognize the name Robert Moore, and then that pings with you. He does have an alias, which is Robert de Grimson. What did he? Uh, what did, did I arrest him or? Uh, you remember him being processed. Uh, you think he might have been in for disturbing the peace? Okay. Oh, uh, no grudges, I hope. Uh, not for not for me. So are you guys just here to, to to dance? Just see all the celebrities that are supposed to be here? Celebrities come here? Oh, yes. It's supposed to be a, actually a pretty big night. A big night? I know several are in there. Because mm. I hear, I, I'm here because I want to see Cher. I hear Cher is supposed to be here. Cher and Tina Turner, and then my personal crush, and she kind of blushes a little bit, Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Cher and Bruce Jenner? Mm-hmm. The same night? The same night. That's a big deal. Yeah. I agree. It's a very big deal. No wonder lines so long. Do you like disco or just the celebrities? Uh, disco can be fun. Yeah. In the right mindset, and she kind of like, yeah. she kind of realizes what she says and kind of shifts uncomfortably in front of you. I, I just I, I don't like acknowledge that but anyway. Just let it slide. But I'm mostly just here for friends, fun, celebrities. Of uh, well, and to spread the good word. A good word? Oh. What do you mean? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. No, I've been saved. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, no, I, believe. It's, no, oh, I believe. No, I believe. Oh, believe. it's not no, 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 that. I believe. None I believe. Of that. I believe. <laughs> she, re- she reaches into her bag, and she pulls out two books. And you see they are two very worn copies of the same books, which uh, Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. She, looks, she gives each of you a copy. Oh, thank you for this book. I'll look at it. It's pretend a good book. to be interested. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm just gonna look at the cover. Oh, thank, thanks. I'll just tuck it into my jacket. Put it in your man purse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 who are you? <laughs> hey, why don't you stay out of this, bitch? It's <laughs> hey, the horse. Hey, why don't you use that purse you got there? <laughs> what? Don't look at me like that. It looks like a look. I'm not gonna judge. I know plenty of men who use a purse. It's all right. It's getting a little heavy is all. I understand. Well, here, can you hold mine? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She talks, she tells you a little bit about uh, her group of friends that she's with, um, that she's part of something called The Process. Oh, what's that? Yeah, she explains to you that it's mostly just like friends hanging out, having a good time. They have a very good time together. You getting the right mindset together? We do. We have a lot, we have a lot of fun together and when she says that she like touches your elbow oh oh i'll read this book i will and she very encouraging to both of you that she'd love to see both of you there sometime oh wow Uh, she gives both of you her phone number oh just out of the blue huh? or she or she writes it in the in the cup inside cover of the book oh okay thanks marianne oh you're very welcome 
And you see, as, as you're talking to her, uh, she there's a, a whistle, and basically uh, people, they're pulling people out of line to come up out of waiting, and she gets pulled up. You see, like, a bodyguard clearly thinks she's very attractive, pulls her out of line, lets her ride in. Uh, as the moment she leaves, I will lean over to Brock. Um, all right, all right, threesome then. I, okay, <laughs> we, we, both of us are insecure enough that we'll... Uh, oh, no. uh, we just dodged a bullet there, buddy. She was the one to rob us both. Women like <laughs> that do not talk to guys like us. No offense. Well, to no. a bunch of ugly, <laughs> mother, <laughs> gross motherfuckers like you and I. <laughs> no, I don't care how in the right minds uh-huh. they are. It does not happen. Trust me. She was gonna I play rob drums. us. Drums. It doesn't happen. She's gonna rob us then. Yeah. You I, sure? You sure about that? Yeah. Maybe you should have been a detective. Maybe I should have been a detective. <laughs> What's your point? Uh, my point is I think she was just trying to get us to convert to her kooky religion. Why? The Dianetics religion? Do I uh, Have I heard of Scientology? Is this how... how uh, uh, make, uh, make a no roll. What is this anyway? A cookbook? A no. Okay, so it's... Okay, that's 65. Uh, 44. Yes, you've heard of it. Yeah, think of it as a cookbook. For your brain. Uh, man, you talk funny. Because <laughs> you see Mary. Mary, <laughs> It's those stupid, stupid drug commercials. Say no to drugs. Because <laughs> Marianne is led up to the front of the line uh, where it looks like there's somebody, there's somebody there people are making a big deal about in the front of the line who basically picked her out and wanted her to go in with them. It's a man in a very sharp suit and a long jacket, and he has sort of blonde hair that it's combed over strangely that looks like almost half of a helmet. He has sort of an orange complexion to his skin, and they go in the door. Donald Trump. Yeah. (laughs) So it's about 20 more minutes before you guys both get to the front of the line, and the bodyguard, uh, very, very, very large man, just puts his hand up in front of you and shakes his head. Hey, I'll shake my head back. Oh, you mean no? No. Would I'll show him the card. I have this, though. He narrows his eyes and takes it. As he tries to take it, I'll pull it back. (laughs) No, you're just going to take it and pretend to be me. Let me see your your card. I'll I'll show it to you. I'm not letting go, though. Yeah, because he he, he (laughs) tries to take it from you. And then he twists it to look at at it. Oh, if if I feel like it's going to rip, I'll let go of it. Look, he's not trying to rip it. He just needs to see both sides of it. And then he kind of takes a step back and looks you up and down. I'll th- put my arms to the side as if being frisked. Go in. Yeah, I'll, I'll turn behind me to Brock and just kind of like smile and nod at him. Like, yeah, you good. see he has one of those cards, which is weird to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got one of those too. I'll <laughs> show him mine. Because the bodyguard looks very surprised. And my, and my, my eyes aren't, aren't leaving Chili Dog, by yeah. the way. I'm just like staring at Chili Dog, <laughs> <laughs> just holding the, holding the card to the uh, bouncer. Yeah, I'm looking confused at your card. Like I'm looking from like the card to you, to the card to you, to the card to you, and then back to the card. <laughs> just not breaking eye contact. <laughs> yeah, he Maybe looks, squinting he, a little. He inspects your card. All right, go in. Do you know Rob Torres? <laughs> Do I know Rob Torres? No, I don't see how you would know Rob Torres. I don't see how I would know Rob <laughs> Torres. I'll pocket the card. I don't believe you. <laughs> and I'll walk in. Yeah, it is a cacophony inside of 
blaringly loud disco music, colors and lights. And I mean, it is, it's probably your first real look at pure hedonism you've ever seen. I mean, the place is absolutely bonkers. I'm kind of coming around to this. Yeah, because people are dancing, they're dressed out. People, some people are dressed normally. Pretty much everyone is beautiful that's in this place. You feel like you kind of stand out because you're not as beautiful as everyone else in here. I'm going to look around and see if I can find where uh, General G's table is. Make a spot hidden. I'll do the same. So. To chomp on Josh's style. <laughs> that is a four, which is a pass. Yeah, you immediately see right where he is. I don't think yeah, I'm going to do as well. <laughs> Uh, no, that is a 92. Yeah. <laughs> much, much, much higher than my yeah, skill. I agree with you, Nicole. This is it's a weird. weird, yeah, trying to low, roll low or hoping to roll low. Yeah. I'm going to go find that orange horse. Yeah, orange horse got in 20 minutes ahead of you. <laughs> I'm going to go, go look for orange horse. Okay. Have a good time, you fucking favorite. <laughs> hey, hey, look, if you see Pokey, let me know, all right? I got to find him. I got some books. We got to travel, all right? Night snowing you. And I'll pat you on your shoulder. <laughs> Never see that asshole again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll, I'll head over to General G's table. Yeah, you so look at the area because you see the the three bodyguards. You see him and you see, uh, you know who she is. You you see his his girlfriend, Donna, yeah, sitting, sitting at a table. Oh, uh, I'll approach uh, expecting their... Yeah, yeah, the body bodyguard, yeah. bodyguards stop you, and then G notices you, and no, let him in. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give my boyfriend, like, an elbow or, like, some sort of signal to be like, I don't think this guy looks, like, this guy looks like a pig. Don't trust mm. this man. He has a purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because once you slide in, yeah, you elbow him, and then he just looks at you. He's on the take. <laughs> All right. Is there a spot next to General G? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as, I'll, as I get in, I'll slide in. Uh, I'll set down the the messenger bag. I, you know, I think these will catch on eventually. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at him. Mm-hmm. Because he kind of, he said <laughs> disgustedly, but make a spot hidden. Uh, that is a 54, which is a pass. He fucking likes that bag. <laughs> he's, he's like, <laughs> but he looks at it like, man, shit, it's a nice bag. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think you've met before. Mr. Balone, this is this is Donna, my old lady. A pleasure, Donna. I'll nice to meet you. Hand. I like your purse. Mwah. That's right. <laughs> he, your bag. You see, he, he, <laughs> he bristles when you do that, but he doesn't mm-hmm. say anything. Uh, I'll, I'll just kind of look around. Does it look like we're fairly alone? Like, is yeah. it safe to talk here? So so. There's yeah. a ton of people here. <laughs> but it's it's very loud and you are in a secluded part. Oh, David Bowie's not going to say anything. <laughs> He's busy with Mick Jagger. Doing who knows what. He one. is on this list of people who are here. <laughs> so good good reach. Oh, uh, well, you got the new stuff in there. Uh, I'll tell him feel free to keep the bag too and I'll I'll wink at him. Oh, yeah, I just toss it. <laughs> He pulls it closer to him. <laughs> uh, any, anything new? LSD. A. Yeah, because because Donna, you are like, you've ne- you had no idea he speaks to cops. 
and mm-hmm. then he got this package, and he's telling the cop about his business. So I will, like I was initially, whenever he said he's on the take, I'm surprised, but I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, you know better than to actually say something, yeah. especially right now. So I'm just going to listen intently. Yeah, yeah. he looks like he's not trying to hide anything from you. There's, a, I'd say, a good 80% of the LSD being produced is funneling into this place called the Process Church. They're buying up. They're buying almost okay. all of it. Yeah, I love it when things come together like that. What do you know about it? Uh, I know they're weirdos. Uh, they do have, it looks like he... Met one of them outside, in fact. Really? Because mm-hmm. it looks like he reaches into his pocket or into his back pocket and he pulls out a worn book. It looks like that Dianetics book. Yeah, I'll I'll show him mine. Huh. Have you read any of it? Nah, haven't had a chance. It's actually it's actually it's actually pretty interesting. But I mean, mm. if you like any of that science fiction bullshit, I'll uh, I'll flip through it then. Maybe it's something something of note. Now, was it a pretty pretty white girl? Really tall? Yeah, I'll I'll see if I'll look around and see if I can see her. Yeah, I know since I know she came in. Yeah, you you look around, but you yeah you don't see her. Yeah, uh, pretty girl. I'll try to describe her. You know, flower on her cheek, short shorts. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's her. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, yeah. Gotta pretty say, hot lady. Gotta say, I was almost convinced, but oh well. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd actually. I wouldn't actually go, but I don't know. They're. I don't know where they're getting all their money. They're buying a lot of. They're buying a lot of product. Because as you guys are talking, that's when you you find the orange horse. Hey, bogey, I'll tap it. Yeah, it look you. It's standing there, but you pet it. It's it's unresponsive. I go to its face. Yeah, the horse. The horse looks fucking high, and it just like looks at you. Bogey, you look like you might have some answers. Does it, it looks like a real horse, huh? Yeah, this is a, this is a real horse. It looks like a real. I'll grab it by its cheeks, like not really like hard or anything, just like like a mother caressing its child, mm-hmm. and look into its eyes. Do you know where I can find Gentle G? Have you found him in any of your storybooks? Where's Gumby? <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> come to Candy Mountain, Charlie. <laughs> make a make a luck. Oh. That's probably something I'll surely pass, right? Uh, all right, my luck is 85. Here we go. 68. That's a pass. Yeah, because you're looking at this horse, and you see it just kind of... And when it does, it looks over, and it looks over at a booth where you see, by all description, Gentle G. Pokey, my man. I'll, like, pat Pokey on its shoulder, put a cigarette in his mouth, and then head over to Gentle G. <laughs> I'll <laughs> light it first. <laughs> the, the hor- the, for some reason, the horse looks like it's done this before and holds the cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> I'm going to pause. Watch it take a long drag. And then I'll, like, nod like I'm impressed. All right. And then I'll head on over uh, to Gentle G's area. Yeah, you walk over and the bodyguards move to stop you. I'll stop. Hey. Yeah, you see the the chili dog that you were in line with approach approach the table. I just Oh, yeah. I know that guy. I'll point to Brock. My jaw I know just, him. My jaw just drops and I'm just staring at like him. right at right, right at the bodyguard. I know him. I'm with him. There's a vagrant I met outside. I'm not a vagrant. I have this card. 
and I'll hold it up like um, almost flamboyantly. I'll hold this card up because they, they look like they're about to escort escort you off. When you pull out that card, they stop and they look back at G. Whoa! When they pull back, I'll like push it towards them, <laughs> like I'm, like I'm rebuking them. <laughs> It looks like, yeah, G looks like he looks up from your conversation and sees you holding that. It's like, nah, he's he's fine. Really? And I'll slide it back in my pocket. I'll look at the bodyguard. I'm fine, right? I'm fine. And I'll walk past him. You're fine. When he says it, I look like I've just been, um, I've gotten the approval I've looked for in the last five years. (laughs) There are, the booth uh, is set up like like a capital C. So you see G is at the far end. On one side is his girlfriend, and on the other side is Malone. So which side of the booth are you sliding into? Oh, by Malone, for okay. sure. I know him. <laughs> like, out of everybody, like, look, if the orange horse was here, I'd sit next to the orange horse. But Malone is here, so I'll sit next to Malone. And I'll throw my arm over his shoulder. What's up, kid? Mm, kid. Kind of slump, slump down next to him. <laughs> and just grind my teeth, kid. You see, now G, G looks very, very amused. I look confused. Like, I notice that G looks amused, but I look confused. And then I just kind of, like, smile nervously. Like G has a very intimidating presence. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm not, I mean, look, I'm probably, I don't know if I'm, I don't know. Chili Dog's probably not, like, easily intimidated, but, like, he understands the art of intimidation. So, like, he respects, he respects <laughs> Gentle G. Just kind of, like, just focuses all his attention on Malone. Let me see that card. You talking to me? Yes. Hey, I'll, I'll hold it out, reluctant to let go. Yeah, he goes to take it. Oh, he pulls it? Yep. I'll kind of look at his eyes. How mean does he look? Uh, right now, he looks amused. He doesn't look... He doesn't look he's intimidating, but he looks like he's not angry. He looks amused? He looks amused. I let go. Okay. Yeah, he takes it, looks it over. Oh, you deal with Andrew. Yeah, you know, Andrew, he was dressed day like he was going to church. I did not know that he went to church, but he sure was dressed like he was going to church. Yeah, he he's gives, gives it back to you. Oh, thanks. I'll slide it back in my pocket. All right, you must be a valued customer. Oh, I must be. <laughs> what are you looking for? Um, Just as he asked you, this as he asked you that, you see someone approach the bodyguards. And the bodyguards stop him for a moment, and G G looks up, and he holds his hand up to you to, it's like silence. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And he looks up, and you see the person in front is a a tall, thin man with long blonde hair, glasses, a black turtleneck, very tight jeans. Nice jeans. And it looks like the <laughs> damn <that> ass. <laughs> the man the man is is smiling, and it looks like G reaches underneath. He pulls up a chain suitcase, unlocks it. And give, just gives the man the suitcase. And the man reaches reaches in and pull, he has a brown paper sack that he hands G. And he takes it and he nods at him. Pleasure to do business with you. And the oh. guy walks away. I'm gonna try do to we add. recognize that guy? Uh, make an idea. Or make a no, I'm sorry. Make a no. Uh, 33. So it was a pass for me. I rolled a 99. <laughs> no, no clue who that white boy is. I'm not going to lie to you. He needs to eat a cheeseburger, though. <laughs> I, Dave, am legitimately drunk right now, so I'm going to go ahead and roll this. My no is 85. I made it. It's a 55. Okay. Right? I did it right. Uh-huh. Great. That was Andy Warhol. <laughs> oh, man, that was Andy Warhol. He's an artist like me, I blurt out. <laughs> yeah, you, you do, you're probably a fan of his work. I lose limited. <laughs> he, did, he did a can of soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Andy, do a soup for me before you leave. Chance must be in a napkin. Just draw some soup. Do a soup. <laughs> well, what is uh, what's your variety of fun, Mister? Uh, uh, karate man. Kar- karate man. Yeah, Karate Man. It's what Rob Torres calls me, Karate Man sometimes. I call him Popsicle, he calls me Karate Man. Popsicle hasn't really stuck yet, but I'm committed to it. He looks slightly less amused, like he's Uh, like, oh, I'm dealing with junkie. uh, (laughs) uh, Tabs, stamps, acid, any kind of form. I kind of like look at the um, short man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I... I, I pull out a notebook and pretend write things down. <laughs> oh, shit. I knew it. I knew it. You can uh, you can make a fast talk to try and like recover and make a joke. All right. That is a 65. Nope. I made an 85. So I'll mark that as a fail on my sheet. Okay. Yeah, because you're just like, he's, he's making you nervous. You're trying to be funny, but just like, he just think, he thinks you're fucked up. Look, I'm sorry, but that girl out front was just like really good looking. And like, I'm just kind of like nervous right now. And then I saw, then I saw that orange horse. Oh, did you see Marianne too? Huh? Yeah, from Gilligan's Island. Yes, I did. I Not did that see. Marianne. See that that makes him that makes him smile. Oh, makes you're him happy smile. again. It makes him smile for a second because you know he watches Gilligan's Island, <laughs> but he's not fucking telling anybody that he watches Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Three hour cruise. Man. <laughs> but no, that's a she was a pretty lady. Yes. She gave you one of those books? Yes. The diet the cookbook. I'll pull out the little book she gave me. Yes. My man over here, I'll slap Brock on the back. Fill me in. This is a cookbook. I'll hand it on over to a gentle G. Yeah, cause he her numbers inside. You know, for sex stuff. You sit make a <laughs> make a make a spot hit. <laughs> All right, that is a base 25. I made it with a 17. You see jealousy flash across his face. You can make a spot hidden as well. Seven. Oh, oh, you fucking see it outright. Like, clear as day to you. Look, General G, I am a man of principles, but I am not beyond sharing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of you. <laughs> so do you have do you have money up front? Oh, God. Do I have money? That is a great question. Yeah, I'd say Rob probably gave you money. Yes, I do. I'll give him the money. I imagine it's in a crumbled paper sack. Like, like Earthbound, <laughs> wad of bills. Right? <laughs> I lose a key item. Here. Yeah, it looks like he, he hands it to you. Before, I gra- before he grabs it, I'll pull it back just quickly. You are gentle, G, right? I laugh at that uh, it's a little too late for that but yeah (laughs) spoken like a man who's been fooled before I I didn't I forgot to tell everybody I'm playing uh, George W. Bush (laughs) yeah he he hands you the money okay I'll look at it and see how much drugs it will buy <laughs> please, please fail your accounting. Please, God, fail your accounting. Make it a count. Make it a counting. Six. Oh yeah, it will buy seven drugs. Damn it! Damn it! That's the exact amount of drugs that I was expecting for that money. Yeah, you don't have. Uh, looks like he basically you have you have uh, LSD for him. Uh, you don't have a lot left. Basically, he buys the rest of it with that money. Okay. 
So yeah, you make that make the transaction. I will make the transaction. Oh, uh, you're giving me the drugs? Yeah, you gave me money. That's how it works, dude. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, great. I'll take the drugs. Thank you. I'll count them. Like I know what I'm doing. One, two, three, four. All right, seven drugs. I'll put it in my pocket. Um, I guess we're done here then. Um, I, I'll, I'll update, pretend to update my notes. <laughs> Are you really writing shit down? I write everything down. I'll, I'll wink at Gentle G. I'll look at Gentle G like, for real, this dude's writing shit down. Yeah, well, he's a detective. I'll look, I'll look at Malone like, you're a detective? Yeah. Fuck, man. I'll shove that drug so deep down my pocket <laughs> and just get up from the table. Yeah, you see, G, what nice was your, G laughs. What was your name again, sit pal? <laughs> nice doing drugs with you guys. <laughs> oh, you want me to sit down? Yes. How serious does he look? He looks pretty serious. Fuck! I will sit down. <laughs> so what? what's your name again? Karate Man. Karate. What's your, what, what, are, what are the most people call you? I'd not say in front of... <laughs> I'll, Cop say, is that bright? Am I doing it right? Well, he knows your face, so. Fuck. My name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I look very nervous. I'm sweating visibly. Mom's spaghetti. G looks very, he looks very amused by you. But as he's sort of he's sort of talking to you, trying to trying to get to know, he just he thinks you're funny, Can and I, he thinks how awkward you are is yeah. funny. So he's trying to make you feel awkward and yeah. be more funny to him. Can I tell you that legitimately awkwardness is brought to you by old fashioned Ramones crack and rum that he gave me? <laughs> <laughs> I normally drink Malibu. This is Dave speaking, by the way, not Karate Man. Can I tell you, G from Karate Man to you, Look, old fashioned? This is meta. I put this in brackets. It means I'm out of character. Um, I am. Um, this is all brought to you by Ramon. Thank you, Ramon. <laughs> okay, I'll go back to Karate Man now. Because <laughs> as he's trying to like just draw information out of you, which I imagine you think is a little funny. Because yeah. He's oh yeah, I'm getting amused. I'm, I'm getting amusement out of this too. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know if you you might feel a little bad for the vagrant <laughs> who's buying drugs. Yeah. But it's not long into the conversation before uh, Robert and Ian approach the table. And they have a sort of an urgent look on their face. Robert and Ian? Robert Ian, thank you. You mean Stephen Ian? Stephen Ian. Yeah, Robert is Marianne's boyfriend. So sure, yes, it's Rob Stephen Torres, Ian. everybody. <laughs> Stephen Ian. Uh, it looks like G looks at them sort of concerned, but then, all right, you guys stay put. Let me go handle something. He's talking to us? Mm-hmm. I just kind of look down. <laughs> yeah, he slides out of, out of the booth on your side. Stay here and watch everything. And he pats the small of your back, and then he leaves with them. Are you his girlfriend? What do you think? I just kind of thought that you may be business partners, but then he touched your butt, and I thought maybe you're a girlfriend. I'm just curious. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not interested in you if that's what you're thinking. I'm just curious if you're his girlfriend. That's all. Me and Marianne kind of have a thing going. We're pretty exclusive. Oh, yeah. You guys hit it off. I do have her phone number. I'll just, and you do not. <laughs> I'll just show her the phone number. Or show him the phone number. That she I'm a man. I don't have a purse. <laughs> oh, I see. I guess we're not mutually exclusive like I thought. Do I have the ability to unlock the suitcases that are attached to the table? Do you have lock, lock picking, correct? Yes. Then yes. Okay, I don't have a key, though. No, you don't have a key. Okay. 
That was my question. He he has the key on him. Right. But Nicole, are you about to derail this game? Is <laughs> <laughs> this is like a from dust till dawn situation where like the first half of the game is something completely different than the second half where we're running away from your like boyfriend drug dealer who's trying to kill us? I just want to be prepared for all situations. Okay, okay. okay, I'll shoot the two bodyguards on the right in the head. You get the two bodyguards on the left. Uh, we make we'll a break. ride off on the orange horse. <laughs> I'll pee everywhere to cause a distraction. We got this. <laughs> Because while you guys are kind of sitting there awkwardly together, um, despite the loud music, you do hear several extremely loud gunshots. Oh, well, that draws my attention. I'll look towards the sound of the gunshots. It looks like it's coming from close to the the door of Studio 54. And then you hear people start screaming. Which direction did they go whenever they left? Looks like they went outside. Like, I will look directly like where the gunshots are. Yes. Coming from. I will look at Malone. The ex- I don't say anything, Josh, but the expression on my face is, please fucking save me. <laughs> <laughs> please save me, you tiny detective angel. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what are the bodyguards doing? Uh, as soon as the gunshots go off, they they start going that way. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, well, I'm, two I'm, two of them do. I know it's probably an impossible task, but I'm gonna do a quick look around the room just to see if there's any danger anywhere else. If that was maybe a distraction, if something's coming from somewhere else, I'm gonna just do a quick glance around the room. I am holding a ceremonial dagger. Should I mention <laughs> that now? <laughs> That's standard. <laughs> yeah. Make a make a spot hidden. Uh, it's a thirty-four. My base, my uh, skill is 85, so that's a pass. Yeah, because you hear the, the gunshots, people scream, people are filing out and going toward fire exits and things like that. It's starting to break into panic. Uh, you hear people yelling, uh, the music stops, but as you stand up and look around, you notice what, what does stand out to you as being strange is that in all this mass panic, you it makes the people, they're still, they're hidden fairly well, but the people standing out who aren't having a reaction. So you see on, because you see with that one, yeah, you see, as soon as you stand up, you see to your side and slightly behind you, there are two people um, dressed in black, like to blend, to you can assume to blend in, mm-hmm. entirely in black, and looks like they each have their hand against a wall. Okay, um... I'm going to, uh, we're the only ones at the table, right? Yes. Okay. Can, you, can you describe the location of the table in relation to the larger room of the club? Because say it's, yeah, it's a really large room and you are, if it is a square, you are in sort of this corner. You're not in the rear right hand corner. You're a little off toward the center. You're in between the center and the corner. Um, are we level or are we raised or you're lowered? raised a li- you're raised a little bit raised a little bit yep. okay. okay i'm going to yell to you to cover me and i'm going to get under the table and try and unhook these suitcases from the table okay i am like what the <laughs> fuck is going on i'm going to keep your head down i'm just going to shove them you're gonna down you're going to pull me down and yeah i'm going to yeah i'm going to like Grab you by the shoulder, because that's probably all I can reach. Look, man, I'm karate, man. I don't, like, deal or anything. All right. I just use Fine. sometimes, I'm, occasionally. I'm just going to duck down and uh, go under the table with her. Uh, what did I see? Two people? Mm-hmm. Uh, make, a, make a luck roll. Chili, me? Chili make dog. a luck roll? <laughs> Two guys dressed in black. Uh, I'll 
whatever, describe where they're standing. Uh, something's not as it seems. And while I'm pulling out my gun. Barely made it. Okay, yeah. 79. As he's, you see, as he's pulling you down, as he says that, you just, as he pulls you around to pull you down, that's happened where you spin around and you see behind your table, more well hidden than the others, as you see, it looks like there's another person with their hand against the back wall. Did I notice the two other guys? Once he says it, you do. Oh. But you notice the third one that he didn't see, and this one is close enough that you can see it looks like they've made a swipe of blood down down the wall. As he pulls me down, there's another one behind us with bloody hands. I'll uh, I'll do a quick peek up. Yeah, once he points it out, it's hmm. this part. This one is more. This is better hidden than the others. But yes, once he spots it, then you you see it. Looks like he did the church basement a little too hard. You guys got a rival gang in town? Dress all in black. We don't have any rivals. <laughs> She's right. <laughs> so I'm gonna try and un- unlock. Make a lockpick. How many suitcases are there? Now there are two. There are only two. Okay. And I'm gonna go pee. This is no time for that. <laughs> Excuse me. This is very important. Okay. They'll the understand. first one uh, I did not. I got a 57 to 53, so I did not unlock it. Okay. I will look at Wait. you like. What are you doing? Sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. I did get it because it's 59. I was looking, I'm sorry, at Fast Talk instead of Locksmith. Okay, yeah, you're picking quickly. It's, it's difficult, but you... T- I'm going to shake your shoulders. Don, your name is Don, correct? Donna? Donna, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I didn't. I never got your name to be honest. Chili Dog doesn't know who you are. You're, you're Gentle G's girlfriend. I'll shake your shoulder, Gentle G's girlfriend. I don't... I'm just going to push your hand off. I don't... Are you... St- what are you doing? Uh, and the second one I did not get, I got 64. Okay. So yeah. I got one of them off. Yep, you unhook one. You are bad at this. <laughs> I will pistol Look, I can do better than that. Dog. Look, girl, right? <laughs> Look what <laughs> What are you doing? I just told you I was going to pistol whip you for talking smack. I'm not talking smack. I'm, what are you doing? You're going to get us killed. Do you work here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is everyone doing in the midst of the chaos? Well, I went to the bathroom. And the I'm washing There's something on your head. I'm freaking out. I think it's from the headset. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I mean, I think it's debris from the uh, cult attack. <laughs> it's my new hair growing in, guys. After I get the, I like it. After I get the one suitcase that I can't unlock off, then I'll position myself so that I'm, because we're facing toward the floor, mm-hmm. so that I will take out my gun and position myself so I can see the two. Okay, yeah. Are you going to shoot somebody? There's one behind you, but you can position yourself where you can yeah. see two. And it looks like they are... I'll be are... under the table. Okay. Yeah, because they're, they're standing motionless. It looks like they have... Now you can see it looks like all of them are making basically like a bloody handprint down the wall. I'll look at Malone. Can you get me out of here, please? That's, uh, yeah, that's top priority. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um... What did I miss today? Are she unlocked she one was, of the suitcases. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are we like an initiative or what are we doing? Not at the moment. Okay. I, I'm turning to you, <laughs> detective. Ooh, what are we? Can we? Can you get me out of here? Yeah. 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 We need to get out of here. Where's the closest exit? I don't live here. <laughs> are you any help at all? You look like you live here. You tell me where the closest exit is. Does it does it look like? Out of anyone here, you should know. Are people running out? Is this? Yeah. Okay. It's 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 getting into mass hysteria. You want out? You follow the crowd. Okay. 
<laughs> I mean, you give me an ultimatum like that, and I'm going to leave. All right, if you want to get rid of me that bad, uh, does it look like, can I see, like, any kind, like, does anyone have a gun? Other I than do. Other than us, like, outside of this, <laughs> this C-shaped table, do I see anybody who has a gun? Bodyguards. The bodyguards. Security here. has. Gentle G's bodyguards, or? Gentle G's bodyguards look like they're, they ran out front. Did, so, okay. So they didn't go with them, but they followed like them. looks like the 54 him. security guards look like they have guns. I see. 54. Um, Studio 54. Oh. <laughs> the 54 security guards in front of you. What does it look like the security guards are doing? Uh, trying to get people out orderly or calm them down. Not working at all, though. I see. Everyone is, from the combination of drugs and the music and everything, it's just panic. And people are stumbling over each other, hurting each other. Like, mm, it is... I don't like that. It is a, it is a mess. Is, gonna, there, is there one exit, or are they going out multiple exits? Uh, it looks like everyone is rushing for the front door. Okay. I'm going to... I'm gonna. You know s- there is an exit in the back. Okay. I'm going to see if I can get, uh, get the attention of a security guard. Okay. Um, as you go up and you try to signal to one, um, suddenly everything in the room... There's no music going on, but you feel like a bass note was struck hard. And it kind of, it makes, it makes everyone, it makes three of you just feel unsettled. And then you see a lot of people still in the room immediately start, some start to vomit, some start to bleed out of their eyes. Everybody make a sanity check. Lord. Rolling against an 85. I made it (laughs) for the 57. I made it with a 24. I did not make it with a 74. Hold it together, Tiny Detective. <laughs> My eyes are bleeding. I'm projectile vomiting. <laughs> Here, take one drug. <laughs> you you take one point of sanity damage. Okay. Yeah, because what you... You don't know what the fuck just happened, but it is it is disturbing to see. And for some reason, the three of you are unaffected. But everyone else that is still in this building, security guards included, seemed like something that when that reverberation hit the building, it affected everybody but the three of you. Like what happens to the other people? Uh, they I mean because vomiting or bleeding, they're falling down. So they no longer are escaping the the right. I mean, they a are a just lot disabled. of them are not. Uh, some people are still like trying to move while they're getting out, but yeah, they're basically all disabled. I'll um, pat Malone on his back. Uh, as I'm checking to make sure I've got my drugs, I will see you later. And I'm going to try to leave this table area to one of the exits. I'm going to pull on his shirt and be like, wait, there's a door out the back. I'll look like I'll look towards quote unquote the back. Um, do I see a door? Is there an exit that's marked? Um, there's not one that's marked. No, there's no exit sign. You live here. So I believe you. Everybody make a spot hit. <laughs> I don't live here. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> it's a bunch of zeros, Tyler. It's a bunch of zeros. That's a 100. Rolling against a 25, I have a 90. That is a fail. Uh, I pass um, with a 44. Because, yeah, you're telling them there's an exit, and whenever you turn to look at it, you see three individuals dressed in black going for that exit. And do I know, does it exit to the street? It goes outside, outside, yep. or it's not like through a kitchen or something? It exits through the street. Okay. All right, let's go. Three of those yep. dudes in black just went out that way. Are we gonna, sure we want to follow them? With the bloody hands? I guess. 
No, I do not want to follow them. No, is that a trick question? <laughs> well, it might be better than going through this open floor. And what I'm, other exits are there? And I'd like to know what's going on. Maybe we could catch one of them. I think. Are you out of your <laughs> mind? I just want to get back to my dojo slash bodega slash taxi cab garage. And you want to chase the men in black? No. No. I'm going to say, let's get on with it. Just head for the back exit. And I'm going to kick you out with my big platform heel. You're kicking me out from <laughs> that behind the table? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I assume I just fall out. <laughs> it looks like most people aren't going that way. You're having to wade through blood and vomit because this scene has gotten grisly very quickly. But yeah, you you exit out the out the back of the building into like the the cool night air hit you because it was hot and started to smell weird and that the building had an overall just awful presence and yeah as soon as you hit outside and you feel relief when you hit the night air uh, everybody make a spot hidden. I did take my briefcase of drugs. Okay. So Sorry, Nicole. I didn't mean to put that to come off the table. I hate you. Uh, 49 is a pass for me. 73 uh, is a fail fail with 89. Yeah, because as soon as you get outside, everyone's looking around for those three individuals in black. You're the only one who happens to look up. And when you look up... I always have to look up. <laughs> yeah. <so I> like, <laughs> is that a oh, train? Yeah, that's <laughs> And that's when you see something large, leathery, with black wings. Basically, looks like it's carrying them, and it's jumping across a building into the shadows. You just saw the Jersey Devil song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and as you as you jump, like something about that seems <laughs> not. <laughs> that's that's fucked. That's that fucked right. up. Something's wrong. Something's weird. Make us make a sanity check. Thank God I didn't make that check. Uh, Twenty. It is a pass. Yeah. It. You guys see him, you see Malone look up and sort of pause for a second. But then you're like, okay, no, I didn't see that. You you convince yourself it was them. They they must have gotten in a car and gotten away from you. Some kind of Russian vehicle or something. I don't know. Tr- weird transportation. I don't, I don't know. Let's, they went that way. Because about I, now you hear you hear police sirens. Do I know? We got to get out of here. Oh, I got to go. (laughs) (laughs) Really, guys? (laughs) Uh, Do I know what is in the direction that they fled? Um, Make an an idea. An idea. What's that? So how does my... What is an idea? (laughs) Since I have one point of Cthulhu mythos, would this be like in this situation, if I had seen that, I could like determine what it was? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna roll because I don't see idea. I just make a make a note then. It's fine. Uh, twenty one. Because it, yeah, it flew off toward the ah. toward the south toward the the south side, and what's over there is because you're trying to think, and then it sort of clicks with you like a lot of the religious buildings are over there, a lot of churches. Hmm. Do we know where the uh, the process building is? The process church. Um, you have a vague idea, okay? Because it's 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 a small, but yeah, you you've definitely heard of it. Um, and while you guys are sitting out, sort of gathering, getting your bearings, standing outside, you hear um Steve and Ian. Uh, even from to the side, you're behind the building. You can hear them from the front and side. Um, they are absolutely losing their shit. Uh, a a lot of people are screaming about. That is the son of Sam. It's the forty-four caliber killer. 
He's he's targeting us, and you see a lot of it. Steve and Ian are really they're the ones that are sort of leading this hysteria, saying stuff like that. It's Uncle Sam. I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> I'll stand up from outside the alleyway that I assume we're standing in, and uh, I am going to just start moving towards uh, any kind of open opening that I see. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't want to have anything to do with this. I'm, I'm, I'm patting my pockets to make sure that I've got the drugs that I purchased, uh, and I'm going to try to leave. Yeah, you can, you can run out into the street. That's probably the closest. All right. I am going to uh, r- attempt to run out into the street. Yeah, from this way, you're not blocked by much. Like, you reach the street, and you look over, and in the middle of the street, you see laying there with um, two bullets in his chest and one in his head. You see Gentle G. Oh, shit. Is anybody around? Uh, you see, it looks like there. You see sirens coming this way, and you see it's uh, Steve and Ian, and then some other people. Do I know Steve and Ian? Uh, just when they came to the table okay. to pull G away. Okay. Um, what are they doing? What is what is Steve and Ian doing? Freaking the fuck out. Like, I mean, are they looking at Gentle G or what's going on? Yeah, they're on? pointing at him and screaming about, like, it was the son of Sam, it was the son of Sam. What's going on? I'm We're being a, targeted. Is he drawing a crowd? Somebody help. Is, is he, are they causing more hysteria? They are. Okay, I, I'm going to try to persuade the crowd. That'd be a fast talk you're trying to a do. A fast it. talk, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, we'll do a fast talk then. I'll try to. Uh, nothing to see here, folks. Uh, you know, what? When get, I see you. Em- gas, swamp gas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you emerge alone? Malone? I, I, Malone, I don't know. <laughs> all, all I've done, I guess, is once we stepped out, I saw the demon beast. Yeah. Uh, well, I the, ran out to the street. Yeah, you I'm ran just away. curious if you if you came out like if you came out where I came out and I notice you, I'm like I'm holding my hand up. I was like, don't don't let the girl come out. I I don't I don't know where. I mean that that's all I've done okay. was would be step outside and then once I heard them causing hysteria, I would have went over there. So, I just don't I don't want to see I don't want her to see her boyfriend okay. dead. Oh, I, do, do I see that? I thought he ran off. I, he, 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 I did. He, I thought he you started to him. run and basically got to the road, which is oh, not so we, very far we in see front this. of you. Yeah, you see oh, him stop okay. and turn. Sorry, I misunderstood. I thought he like went down an alley or something. No, and I, just, I, I, I didn't realize. Basically, just around a building. Okay, I didn't. Okay, well, if if we see General G's body, then I'm going to that. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't take long. Like if you step out that way, following him a little bit, no. then you see it. Okay. I'm trying to be more sneaky because I have this big suitcase full of drugs. <laughs> so I'm not just going to like run out into the middle of the street. I'm going to try and like sneak up around corners to try and find a way to go home with my drugs. Uh, everybody make a luck roll. 91 is a big fail. Uh, 72 for a big fail for me as well. Success with a 53. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're standing there and you basically when you remember when she grabbed the suitcase and you just got the fuck out. Yes. Not even thinking it, you've got the purse. I look down at the man purse. <laughs> oh God, I don't know if this is a good thing or bad thing. Um, I guess I'll. S- do I know what? Do I know what's in there? No. I will look in there. Uh, you see a small black box, a copy of Dianetics. Right. Great. Now I have two. 
<laughs> what, um, what, what else would you keep in there? That was it. That was, that it. was the, yeah, What about the your notepad you're writing your notes on? I keep that in my pocket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you keep that in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You just carry around this man purse. Detective Malone's <laughs> secret diary. Drugs and religious text. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if if I see a body and I see him telling me to stop her, then I'll I'll try to. She's coming out. You uh, you don't want to look at this. I'm I'm sure I've seen some pretty bad stuff in my day. Just not, let it go. Not this. Come on, I can handle it. Uh, uh, all right, you're gonna find out sooner or later. But uh, do I hear just any brace of this? yourself, or is this just a conversation <laughs> between them? I'd say you could hear them. No. Um. <laughs> I shout to Malone. I'm pretty jaded at dead bodies at this point. So make an I'm idea not... roll. I had to look. Handwriting was too small. Um, <laughs> my idea is a seventy, and I rolled a seventy-three. So yeah. I just failed it, just yeah. barely. You don't know what they're talking about. What are they making a big deal about? Yeah, keep her back there. I'm serious. How, uh, here's a here's a good idea. Let's trade places. You come over here and keep her here. And I'll go over there and look at the dead body. Fine. <laughs> but you guys, as you're talking, you see Steve and Ian. It's like they're causing more panic by just like losing their shit and it's spreading. And people are getting more and more hysterical. You guys need to chill out for just a minute. Yeah, no shit, guys. <laughs> chill out. You make a fast talk. All right. Is there some kind of assist mechanic in this? I don't believe so. I don't so. think so. I'm rolling against a 65. We'll see. 64, no joke. Okay. Yeah, you see, you succeed, you tell them to calm down. Seriously, ser I do not know what's going on either, but we all need to get out of here before the cops arrive, right? You see, they stop, they stop and look at you, but- Are you guys the cops? I don't know who you are. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like they stop, like you calm them down for a second, they look at you, and then it's like you feel like your ears pop. Uh, that's not good. And then they immediately looks like they just start to like shit, 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 and lose it all over again. How? What? Well, what's going on with my ears? Is the important question. Yeah, you're not sure, but for some reason, whatever, and it seems like it's just spraying to people, getting more and more hysterical. The three of you are not. I turn to Malone because you're the only one that I can see, um, other than Steve and Ian. I'm I'm assuming, and I just we need to get out of here. We have to get out of here. Uh, just a minute. I'm gonna. You don't understand. We need to get out of here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a look, uh, L.A. Noir style, uh, <laughs> of the body. Like as you're gonna open and close his bifold <laughs> ten times. <laughs> just pick up his hand, turn it over, <laughs> turn it back over. Mm. Mm. I think it's mm. uh, investigation. Looks fishy. I uh, will. I don't see that skill. I will switch. Um, Positions with him and, and um, <clears throat> head to the alleyway. And I will punch you in the face. You're going to punch me in the face? for I didn't do anything. You're not letting me by. I didn't say that I was stopping you from passing. You can punch me if you want. It's fine. I didn't do uh, I guess it's spot hidden again. I thought there was an investigation skill. It may be, but we're using old character sheets. Yeah. So. Um, oh, damn. 87 is a fail. <laughs> Yeah, because you squat down and you look at his body and you see, like, there are big holes in him. Yeah, that's specifically what I was looking for, to see if they can, they match the the 44 
uh, Bulldog 44. Yeah, because it, it, it's but, obvious that they are big wounds. There's no missing that. So go ahead and make a knowledge. Um, okay. 39 is a pass. These, you'd have to look at it further to know for sure, but they could have come from a 44 caliber. Okay, well, uh, since I don't have much time, I'm going to measure out the the bullet wounds, like the entry and exit wounds. Seems yeah. like the opposite thing of what yes. you do when you don't have a lot of time. <laughs> right. Here, let me pull out my tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just... You, you it's fine, <laughs> I'll eyeball it, man. <laughs> You can hold your you can hold your pad yeah. to the side of the wound and just mark off the top and the bottom. Just yeah. write blood. <laughs> I got punched in the face. Um, yeah, I will try to st- Donna. I will try to stop you if you try to get through the alley. I'm trying to get past him, uh, and I'm not going to resist her. So I'll definitely take a a punch to wherever. Yeah, she barrels through you. And yeah, when you hit out in the street and you see, Donna, don't go. Yeah, you see the gruesome <laughs> sight of. Of uh, your boyfriend, Matt Gentile, dead in the street. Shot twice in the chest. Uh, two shots very close together. And then one looks like in the side of his face. I will Yeah, it is be a, shocked. It is a horrible sight to see a loved one dead make a sanity check. Donna, I tried to help you. I failed. Donna! Yeah, when you see it, it seizes hold of you in a way that... I mean, you are you are a hard-boiled person. You have seen some shit. But seeing him dead like this, with everything that's going on in the city, and you know the serial killer is on the loose, it hits you hard. You take six points of sanity damage. Ooh. And that is enough to give you a form of permanent insanity. Aww. So because I took a certain number of points? You took more than four points in a single <clears throat> round. Okay. Should have had this table marked. I want you to do a loop of you just flipping through pages <laughs> for like 10 minutes just to see if anybody, how many people actually listen through. So for the next 90 hours. 90? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so frightened. Now you have, you'll have an extreme paranoia about being hunted and being a target and being a victim of of murder. For 90 hours. Primarily stemming from the Son of Sam. I'm also going to... Uh, <laughs> take some sanity damage. <laughs> take some sanity Why not? Um, I, I imagine I liked Gentle G quite a bit. So, yeah, you've had several yeah. dealings with him. It's sad. It's not enough to like uh, rock you like it would her, but... So I'm going to... I'm gonna uh, just quickly check his pockets and stuff to see if he if he had anything illegal on him. I want I want to remove that. He he does have some some drugs on him. Yeah. Uh, you find his copy of Dianetics. Okay. You his wallet. Um, was that illegal? I mean, did he have? <laughs> um, he has an order amount of cash in there. Uh, no, I mean, I'll, I'll leave that. Uh, okay. but yeah, just anything, cause I imagine the cops are going to find him like this. Just as so, you're, uh, as you're flipping through, yeah, there are pictures of him, there are pictures of Donna. Uh, you do see a ticket stub for Star Wars, uh, hmm. credit cards, a lot of cash, but uh, yeah, nothing, nothing illegal. I'll take the, the picture of him and Donna. Okay. And, uh, and the, and the, the, yeah, the drugs if he had them yeah. on him, but, uh, that'll be it. Look, what you yeah. masturbate to is your own thing. It's fine. No judgment from Chili Dog. Yeah, so you probably have another minute before the cops get here. All right. 
I'm reeling in the alleyway from being hit. I'm insane for 90 hours. You're insane? I Spoilers, I peed while you went insane. What happened? You went insane. I heard that much. Yes, I'm insane for 90 hours. I'm now super paranoid of being murdered. I feel like that is probably appropriate. <laughs> I am also, I have not made a sanity check, but I am also afraid of being murdered right now. I think that we should get out of here. That's what I, I say agree. when I pull myself up off the dirty fucking street. I have a condom stuck to my face. To get out of here. <laughs> they're pulling off. Well, this is the 70s. Why is there a condom here? We don't use these. I'll, uh, I'll look up at Donna. Uh, you going to be all right? Look, she's not going to be okay. Look at uh, her. All right, we'll, we, we'll mourn later. Let's get out of here for now. Mourn later? You're a machine. I am. Thank you. I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> Where are you going? I've got an apartment. I just kind of make I just kind of make eyes at Donna, which are apparently just crazy, and I'm like, I guess fine, I guess that's okay. We're not going back to my place, so yeah, I'm not leading the detective back to my place. So fine, we'll go to your place. Okay. It's nothing against you, Malone. It's just look, I do not want to go. Like I can't find out where you live. Do you know my name? I know your face, and you've probably got a reputation. Last name Dog, first name Chili. I do not have a fucking reputation. This is my first <laughs> one, I'll have you know. <laughs> Look, I just want to get a little high. Is there anything wrong with that? Make an idea roll. Uh, 66 is... No, that's a fail. Okay. Yeah, you just hear him talk, and then no, yeah. I think drugs are perfectly healthy. They're, I mean, <laughs> I can tell. I can tell from metagaming that you don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, well, I, I guess we'll go back to my apartment. Okay, it's probably not much. Just whatever. There, there uh, are plenty of cabs yeah. around that you can yeah. catch and take over to your apartment. I have a question: um, Is Malone, <laughs> uh, Josh, is for you? How like? How, like, dead set on you are you in getting to your apartment? Like, is that, like, your main goal? That's just the first place I thought of that would be safe. Okay. I'm just curious, like, if you are kind of, like, guiding us there, I want to make sure that Donna is as okay as she can be. Um, so, like, not any kind of, like, any weird way or anything. It's just, like, uh, like, I feel, like, I, the whole time I'm like, I feel really bad. I didn't want you to see that. I didn't want you to see that. I'm sorry that you had to see that. I tried to tell you. You punched me. I did not want you to see that. And I'll follow. I'll follow him alone. Yeah, okay. I'll uh, I'll try to call a cab, I guess, and take us back to my apartment. You kind of make it there in relative silence, just kind of being shocked from your experience as you uh, you reach your apartment and lead everyone upstairs. Now that, because um, I saw that he took my boyfriend's copy of Dianetics. I want to compare the three copies and see if they all have similar, like, annotations. They're, yeah, they're all very similar, but you can tell the notes in the margins. While they're almost the same words, you can tell they're, they're not, like, photocopied annotations. Looks like each one is written by hand, some a little different than, than others. So the the script is not exactly yeah, the same. Okay. Once it seems like she's calmed down a little bit, I'm going to... I'll pull out the picture that I took. Thought you might want this. I'm going to make myself a drink. Do you have liquor? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I do. <laughs> I'm not even asking. I feel, yeah. like such, I feel like such a badass. I'm just taking a detective's liquor and just pouring it into his glass and drinking it. No, I'm not making a show of it or anything. I'm just, you know, enjoying it. Yeah, when he hands you back that picture, 
because you realize once they find his body, they're going to take his possessions. They're going to catalog it as evidence. And mm-hmm. once something goes in there, you're not going to see it again. So now that you have this, it's probably the, I mean, outside of going to your apartment, you might have more, but his personal picture of you and him, like you recover two points of sanity whenever he gives it back to you. Okay. I'm going to hand her a, she looks like a whiskey girl. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, but I'll, I'm going to hand her an old fashioned. All right. And a neat old fashioned. I'll drink it. You look like you could use this as I'm slugging one down. Yeah, I mean, it steadies your nerves for a little bit. You don't feel as paranoid for the next hour. Okay. Were you guys together for long? Two weeks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I push her out of the window. <laughs> no, we've, been, we've been together and working together for four years. Yeah, I'm sorry. Me and too. I'll hold up my glass. Uh, to Gentle G. I will toast him with my glass. Clink. Yeah, you kind of sit there, and once once you drink and wind down, sort of the the adrenaline wears off, and you're all tired and worn out. Um, the kind of the looming thought behind everybody is you remember those people and the bloody handprints. Do you tell them what you saw? Uh, no, because I'm I'm convincing myself Convinced that I nothing. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the people, the reaction, and then even sort of that hysteria that was spreading. How do my ears feel? You haven't, haven't experienced anything again. Okay. But the looming thought is, why, why were the three of you okay? Mm-hmm. And then as you sit there, I imagine you could talk a little bit, but for the most part, fatigue is just going to crush you. Yeah, I'm going to... Everyone falls asleep. If, if, I, if I think that... Like if it's obvious that it was just the three of us, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna glance back at those three uh, three notebooks, the Dianetics notebooks on the table. Yeah, as you see those, those yeah, those three worn copies as all of you sort of fade away into mm-hmm. sleep, and that closes August fifth. Awesome. Didn't even shoot nobody. So basically, our theme song is moves us to more driving. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna get the regular outro spiel, Man. so <laughs> moves by Sycamore Drive, but slowed down so it's a little creepier. <laughs> <laughs> but Patreon.com. <laughs> so hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. <laughs>